This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. Sound Environment Animal of the Week. And welcome back to the show. Jason, what's this week's Animal of the Week? Well, seeing we just had uh, Valentine's Day come up there, I thought I was looking for some real love in the animal world, or at least some signs of love. And I was, I was heard about um, the bobtails down south, and they appear to mate for life. So those little stumpy little bobtails get together and uh, hang on to their partner for the rest of their lives, which I thought was quite romantic. So I thought I'll talk about blue tongues because they're the close cousin of the bobtails and live in the Kimberley. But yeah, nothing, they're nowhere near as romantic as a as a bobtail. Uh, Blue tongues are pretty shocking, really. Um, I think it's in about September, October, November. They it's mating season for blue tongues, and the female will sort of come onto heat, and she will crawl around and basically leave a scent trail behind her. So any male that comes along and picks up that scent will follow her, and eventually track her down. So you might end up with quite a few males fighting over one female. The best male wins and fights it out with the other guys and eventually he gets his he gets to uh, go in there and uh, try and chat up the female and that's where it gets really rough because the males get pretty aggressive you've probably seen them in your garden hmm. you know late, late in the dry early in the wet where they the male will grab the female by the arm and uh, really tussle with her and bite quite hard sometimes they, they draw blood knock off scales and make a bit of a mess but he's basically trying to get himself underneath her so he can actually mate with her um, yeah, and that it all goes pretty quickly, really. So they tussle and fight and manage to uh, manage to mate eventually. Why do so many animals have fighting as the prelude to coitus? That is a really good question. Yeah, it's a really common theme. Quite often, the female mightn't want to mate with that particular male, so she tries to fight him off. <laughs> I guess it depends on how good looking he is. Um, so female go- goannas, sorry, blue tongues, aren't promiscuous, shall we say? No, they're beautiful little darlings. They are. They live in the same area for most of their lives. Um, they can grow for up to 30 years old. So if you've got a wow. big fat blue tongue living in your backyard, it's probably a female and it's probably been there for a long time. You're looking at the same blue tongue year after year after year. Um, the males move around a bit more. They're a bit more promiscuous. Um, they might go, say, the area of about... Uh, 10 to 15 house blocks kind of size they'll roam around in looking for females to mate with so yeah they're not they're certainly not you know um a bit like the milkman really yeah they're not sort of stay-at-home guys they're definitely out there looking around um yeah so if you do find blue tongues the chances are well the females have definitely got a smaller head the males have got a broader head to bite the lady with so that's one way of telling that it's a male not a female um the males, when you turn them, if you pick one up and turn it upside down, near its back legs where the base of the tail is, the males have a hemipenile bulge, which is, there's two lumps on either side of his tail, and that's where actually the penile system, there's two of them, that's why it's a hemipenile. Yeah, so if you've seen those bulges, you know definitely it's a male. And the other way to tell is that males have really bright eyes, so their eyes are like bright orangey yellow colour, mm. and the female will be quite dull eyes and not quite as bright coloration too maybe so if it's got a big head and it's really bright and it's got bulges on it it's probably a male <laughs> okay keep that in mind yeah next time you catch a blue tongue um one one of the coolest things about blue tongues that i found out today was 
They have live babies. They're, they're, live ones? No eggs? They're viviparous. That's hard to pronounce. No eggs at all. Wow. They have placentas, just like mammals. Um, their placentas are actually developed better than some mammals, which wow. is quite amazing. So does that take them out of the lizard world? No, does it doesn't. Does that make them their own special magic thing? No. No, oh. they're still lizards. Yeah. Yeah, lizard world can be quite varied. Um, the reason for that, we're tossing that idea around today. I don't know how true this is, but it's just a theory. That the lizards that lived on the top of mountains where it was really cold would benefit by having live birth because then they could carry around the eggs inside them and go out and sit in the sun and warm up and warm the eggs up too. Mm. Whereas if they couldn't carry the eggs, it would be almost impossible for them to keep them warm because, you know, it's, it's a cold environment. They can't move them around. So we seem to think they might have evolved in history, um, yeah, by being better off carrying the eggs with them and eventually that evolved. that's not really an issue around here. No, but that might have happened a few million years ago when they, sure. when they did live in a cold climate and now they've just carried on that trait. You can't, you can't de-evolve a placenta. <laughs> well, you, you could re-evolve egg layers. <clears throat> <laughs> Possibly. But anyway, they've got placentas. And, uh, yeah, on YouTube you can find lots of uh, little video clips of uh, blue tongues giving birth. And they've actually come out like a folded up little mini blue tongue, almost looking identical to their parents. And they basically plop on the ground and they uh, eat the placenta for a bit of nutrient. And they scurry off into the bush and start becoming hmm. a baby blue tongue. Wow. And within a couple of days, they're fully functioning, scurrying around and eating bugs and, and uh, you know, snails and uh, insects and plants, fruit, fruits, uh, seeds, things like that. They're very omnivorous. They'll eat pretty much anything they can get their hands on. That's probably why they're so successful. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so why do they have blue tongues? That's why they're called a blue tongue. So they have it just so <laughs> they can have that name? No, they have a blue t- have a blue tongue because their only real defence. I mean, you know, these are slow, stumpy, little, fat, little lizard. They can't really run that fast, and they can't fly or swim. So their only real defence is just just to open their mouth really wide and stick their tongue out and look as scary as possible. That's why they've got a blue tongue. Because it's really striking against the pink background of their mouth. And oh, apparently... Yeah. Well, it works. You know, I've seen many dogs come up and have a go at a blue tongue, but not too sure whether they should bite it or not, because it looks a bit scary, you know? So I've seen a blue tongue stare down a big dog and leave it alone. Um, so that... Uh, and also they, they fatten their, their belly and their body and they spread themselves out, make, make them sort of look as big as they possibly can, stick their tongue right out and hiss like crazy. It's quite a scary sight. Wow. Yeah. So okay. they, they're saying that the biggest um, cause of death in blue tongues in suburban areas is from lawnmowers. Oh. Because they try and hide in the grass and let it run away. Yeah. <clears throat> and the other, the other big major cause of death is from cats because cats are ambush predators. So the blue tongue d- doesn't even know the cat's coming. I can't so, imagine, I mean, I can't imagine my little cat being able to tackle something that big. That said, I did have a cat decapitate a possum once. So that was yeah, a large possum. That's a scary cat. <laughs> But if that blue tongue doesn't get any warning, then it doesn't go into its defensive display and doesn't have time to scare the animal off. So, Whereas the dog is a lot more friendly and walk up and go, oh, what's this? And the yeah, blue investigate tongue, it before it tries yeah, to kill it. Yeah, the blue it, tongue yeah. can see it coming, but it can't see a cat coming. All yeah. right. Well, I think that's more or less all we have time for this evening. Um, thank you for the amazing world of blue tongues. Yeah. Of the week. I was looking for love there, but I didn't quite find it. Sorry. 